I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Tom. Yeah, Taylor. <laughs> what kind of instruments do dogs love? Oh, I don't know. What kind do they love? The trombone. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because it's a bone. Yep, yep. <laughs> Bork, bork, hello. Bork, bork, hello. Welcome back to the Floof and Papa podcast. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. How I always want to ask a question and then remember that nobody's going to reply. Yeah. How are you doing, Tom? Why wouldn't I reply? I'm doing okay. Good. I mean, they might reply, but it's going to oh, be like- Oh, you mean the question of the audience? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always going to be like, how's yet. everybody doing today? I think it's just like my theater training that <laughs> and how I immediately- how are you all going? How are you? And then oh, it's just crickets. Not and a great I'm like, day then, oh, hey? Yeah, well, oh. yeah. Any, yeah. any, what's been happening? Any cute doggos in your midst? Um, in my midst, like in my area right now. No, I mean like in your life midst. Oh, well, Lupin is always a wonderful Lupin. dog in my life. Um, of course I see a lot at work and I really like one called Freddy. He's a whippet. <gasps> Stop. And I he's love like, whippets. he's gray and white and it looks like. It's kind of like cloudy across his. Oh. oh, he's just a beautiful little whippet. And Freddie's such a good name and for Freddie a whippet. And Freddie is such a good name for oh, a whippet. So yes. My nana told me about whippets the other day. I'd never heard of them until oh, like really? last week. Yeah, oh. I don't know why. I'm still learning lots about dog breeds. Yeah. But yep. um, <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't know about whippets. Yeah, and I was uh, like, what are those, you talking about? For those who don't know what whippets are, I've described it as a um like an evolution of a Pokemon. So um so you've got greyhounds which is like your top evolution they're big dogs next down would be your whippets and then the next one down is Italian greyhounds which oh, are like so little would you say big. would you say whippets in between a greyhound and an Italian yeah, yeah, greyhound yeah yeah their size is oh, like they step up and okay, then they look I was similar. thinking the internet is hard to tell yeah, yeah, proportion yeah. but I thought a whippet was the tiniest yep. but if the uh, Italian no, no, greyhound uh, is Italian tiny, greyhound is like like smallest. like chihuahua size they're really small there you yeah, go yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I'm just learning all the yeah, time. Yeah, I know. You're just learning, learning all learning. the new Papa Dog facts. Yep, yeah. Yep. What have you got? Something? Uh, a story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, this one is really cool and really exciting. Um, yeah. so Netflix is starting a series about dogs. Yeah. Um, so basically, they're gonna do like six hour long features featuring on six different dogs. Um. And basically, they're from countries like Syria, Japan, Italy, and United States. And wow. they're basically. Syria. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it looks like they're focusing on things like therapy dogs. Like, one of them, one of the episodes, the first episode is about a dog called Rory who helps an 11 year old girl Rory. who suffers from traumatic seizures. Um, which is dogs like. Dogs are actually so good with seizures. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, they can, like, pick up on when they're coming and go and, like, start comforting you yep. before you go into a seizure and it's sort of like it helps you realize when it's happening as well, I guess. Or would you be able to feel it or would they just know when it's coming before you do? They, they know. know you, they know before you do. Yeah, that is, that's it's amazing. It's like dogs have the sixth sense that we all wish we yeah, had. Which is amazing because then they can totally prep you and then have a comforting friend there while you're going through that terrible ordeal. They can also get help. 
Like dogs yeah. are dogs yeah, are really it. good at being like this shouldn't be happening. I need to find somebody else that somebody can help this situation. Help situation. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, and then other episodes are like about an Italian fisherman who relies on his dog as his business fa- partner. Well, I think he said lies how? on his dog, yeah, and I was like, dog, how does that help you catch fish? No, um. Yeah. Well, look, I I'm imagining the dog must like search for fish and know when there are fish in the area. Uh, I guess what else would the dog be for a business partner in a fisherman's group? Uh, <laughs> um, there's one about a dog groomer um, in Japan. and <gasps> I yeah, bet they groom just, them so perfectly in Japan. There's all these amazing stories and it's like it looks like the documentary, the, the documentation of this is just going to be beautiful and you're going to see a variety of animals and just beautiful acts by beautiful dogs and people. Beautiful acts by people who own these dogs as I well. I love stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six-part series. Um, so you said feature length. So what, like each one's like hour, hour and a half? I believe it's like an hour, hour and a half. It could be longer. Like there's only six episodes at the moment, I guess, until it gets renewed. I reckon it would get renewed because I think people, well, I would. I'd absolutely love this. And anybody who loves dogs would probably enjoy something like this. For sure. Yeah, if you yeah. have kind of a deeper interest in more than the everyday dog, I guess. That's like it. Extraordinary yeah, I imagine stories. you'd see some different different breeds, or you might see the breeds that you really love, um, but them just doing like absolutely amazing things that we all know dogs can do because they're absolutely amazing animals. Yeah. Oh sure. So it's gonna be gonna be good. I'm keen for that one. Um, unfortunately, I can't really find. Does it have a title? Sorry, yeah, I missed it. Um, it's just called Dogs, and it good looks title. like it's going good to be title. released 16th of November this year. It so it's out. Being, it, well, in three days' time, it will be released. So get on to that, everybody. Well, it's three days' time from when we're recording, so oh, it's out. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> we'll let you know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's so awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so do you have a, a dog? I do. Do you us? know what? It's so yeah. funny that you brought up Whippets because I'm talking about Greyhounds today. Oh, well, oh, okay. So the evolution up from Whippets. Yep. Yep. Well, I was trying. I couldn't decide. I, I couldn't decide between Italian greyhounds, greyhounds, and whippets. But I decided to go greyhound because last week we were talking about adoption. Yep. yep. Um, and one of the most uh, common dogs that you can adopt is a greyhound because obviously they're associated with the racing. The racing culture, which is yep. a bad culture. But, and when, um, yeah. when they're racing and they like – the racing is disbanded or disqualified or the dogs have been kind of like used up or whatever, yep. then you get a lot of these greyhounds kind of just like shoved out because Oof. they don't want them anymore. Yeah. Awful. But they were bred as hunting dogs to chase hare, foxes and deer, Yep. which is why they race because they can reach speeds of up to 40 to 45 miles per hour, oh, making them God. the Ferraris of the dog they world. Might, yeah, okay, yeah. 40 yeah, to 45 yeah. miles per hour. I'm going to say that's what? That's pretty fast. Is um, are you doing miles per hour? Is that what yeah? You're doing? To kilometer is like sixty five. Yeah, so sixty five. Oh, oh, right. oh, okay. We were talking about sixty five to yeah. seventy yep. kilometers per hour, wow, which means fast. they could keep up with your car on a oh, driving yeah. down the street. Yeah, like that's pretty insane. Um, <sighs> not surprisingly, they made a name for themselves as racing dogs, and they're still used in racing. Um, and in a lot of those sports, they used quite unfairly and treated yeah, very badly. It's, it's not a good culture. It's not a good culture, but there it is. Um, they also <laughs> participate in many other dog sports, including lure coursing, conformation, obedience, and agility. Um, beyond their grace and speed, people love them for their sweet to mild nature. So if you look at them, they're so little bonies. They're very, um, they're like, there's not a lot to them, yeah. really. They're just kind of... 
They are, yeah, Legs. they're thin. They're yeah. built for speed, really. Yeah. Like, there's, there's exactly. no They're other very way to put aerodynamic. It. Like, if you look at them and you're like, oh, I wonder why they're so fast. They're so aerodynamic. Yeah. Um, they are very sensitive. They don't really like to be alone and they don't like the cold. Um, they're good with families. They're good with kids. They're good with other dogs, mostly. Um, friendly towards strangers. Mm-hmm. Easy to groom. Um, their potential for weight gain is quite high, <laughs> which <laughs> yes, I find interesting. Actually. So you got to watch their dieting because um, they can gain <laughs> yes. weight. Yes, if you've ever seen a a, a fat um, oh my god, it's really funny. A fat greyhound. It's I mean, it's actually like, it's bizarre. not hilarious, but at the same time, it I mean, is really. It's funny probably to look not at. good for them, but no. it's also not. Um, They've got very thin limbs. They and, do. Uh, the pressure on them would be quite. I imagine not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they're easy to train. They're super intelligent. Um, they are. They have a lot of wanderlust potential. However, you kind of in, interpret that. Yeah. Um, they have a high energy level, and they need a lot of exercise. So, if yeah. if you yep. need a dog that you can just leave at home all day, I mean, it's really not ideal for them. They need to be exercised. Yeah. Properly. Yeah. Yeah. But they they're actually they're pretty good for small apartments. I've heard as well. Like they giving, are, they you do. give them exercise, except they're happy yeah. to lounge in small areas. Yeah, for they sure. don't they're need happy. like open spaces. They're which is really, really cool. good for apartments. Like it does say that they can um, adapt to apartments really well. Yeah, it's just that they are going to have a high exercise need. So if you're going to leave them in an apartment all day, you need to yeah. take them out yeah. and give them a run. Um, just doing a like a quick old Google as well. The only dog that I've found that can actually match the speed of a ferret hound is something called a Belgian. A Mal- fairyhound or a uh, sorry, greyhound? Sorry, not a fairyhound. A greyhound is a Belgian Malinois. Mm, um, I haven't heard of that. Which looks kind of like looks kind of like a kelpie. Um, oh my gosh, she's cute. Yeah. Um, they don't, don't look like they'd from. be fast, but they're quite stocky, so I assume they'd be yeah, powerful. Apparently, apparently, they've reached f- speeds of forty-five miles per hour, just like greyhounds. I reckon. As well. So that's yeah, cool. they do that based on power rather yeah. than uh, aerodynamics. Yeah, I imagine their little stocky little legs would just like carry them very fast. Whereas yeah, cool. greyhounds, anyway, that was just a fun no, fact that's I it <laughs> Greyhounds are so like aerodynamic and have so much energy that I think that's yeah. probably how they yeah. get their speed. Um, because of their thin coats, greyhounds can get the shivers. So if you live in a cold climate, buy a warm coat. So they're actually perfectly suited to Australia because yeah. they don't have big, heavy coats that are going to sweat in the summer. Precisely. This goes for whippets and Italian greyhounds as well, everyone. Um, because yeah, obviously their their coat is so short. So yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. short and yeah. it's really easy to manage mm, because it definitely. doesn't there's not much grooming um they do it does leave their skin vulnerable to scrapes tears and nicks though so you just need to be careful that they're in a safe, safe like environment yeah, yeah you don't yeah. want to have like sharp trees or thorns or, or anything or around wire them or, or anything sort yeah. of sticking out yeah definitely <laughs> um they're an ancient breed that originated in the middle east and north africa and have won the admiration Ooh. of many cultures um they've been mentioned by the greeks depicted in art by egyptians praised by roman poets and they are the only breed of dog mentioned in the bible oh so says this website how about that they are the holy doggos they're the holy doggos blessed be the holy doggos <laughs> blessed be Apparently, I don't, yeah. I don't know about that, but that's what this website says. Um, they're a sleek, athletic dog. They have a wonderful temperament, friendly, non-aggressive, but they can be aloof towards strangers. Oh. So they do 
prefer the company of their um, owners and families rather than that of strangers. They can become Mm. shy or timid with mistreatment, even if it's unintentional. Um, I Um, always think of- Any dog can though, of course, but yeah. Yeah, I always think of um, Kermit, the Italian greyhound, Jenna Jenna Marbles' Italian greyhound. He's like the most nervous doggo (laughs) you've ever seen. So he's not good with like people. (laughs) Um, And he doesn't like, he gets very lonely. Um, But yeah, enrolling them in- Puppy preschool is a good start. Um, like most dogs, they they need to be trained. If you socialize them at a young age, then they'll be better with strangers. Yep. yep. Um, and that'll help, especially if you're going to exercise them regularly and take them out, then it's always good to have them ready to connect with strangers because mm. you never know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. They're, most of them have that kind of um, – like a lot of them are known for having that gray color, obviously yes. greyhounds. Yeah, yeah, but, but they, they come can in a variety, also be they? Yeah. yeah, fawn, black, red, blue, gray, or white. How about that? And a mixture of. And a mixture well. of, yeah. There's yeah. some that are striped or or streaked patterns as well. Mm. So there you go. That's that's the Italian yeah. greyhound, but they are super cute. So definitely, like I was saying last week, if you're thinking about adopting, look at greyhounds yes, look because at greyhounds. and there are um, shelter specific to. Greyhounds, two, two greyhounds because there are yeah, yeah, yeah. so because many there are of so them. many of them and because the, so, yeah. the racing industry is so bad yeah so bad. especially if we were looking for a family dog or if you're looking for a dog to exercise with like yeah. if you want to go running and you want to take your dog or That's you, you want to make sure you're getting outside more on the weekends then a greyhound is an excellent choice yeah. because they will kind of force you and, to uh, be outside like, and i know that uh, uh, a lot of people actually find them quite they look quite not as nice as you'd they think do. they are, they except of, like looks are so deceiving in yeah, regards yeah. to these dogs, they especially kind of, this breed, because they are just lovely. But they they've got like really long snouts and big mouths, so I think that's kind of what's they kind what of look like they belong out. to the sort of like staffy or kind of like I don't know like bulldog or they yeah. kind of well, they, they, they coat like sort they could, of match yeah, that, yeah. and they kind of look like they could be sort of I don't know in in that. Kind of realm, not that staffies or anything like that is um, are particularly uh, evil, but people yeah. people do associate those kind of bigger, stockier, longer dogs with. <laughs> Sorry, uh, are you okay? Yeah, uh, Zane's cat Nick's just like Nicked went up you. through the chair and scratched me on the back. Nick, <laughs> so naughty. Uh, woo. Um, talk yeah, about good. cats. That's what she was saying. Yeah, she's okay. like, excuse me, enough of these <laughs> greyhounds. I want to go back to cats. Yeah. This is not your podcast, Nick. Okay. Oh. All right. I'm yeah. done with greyhounds. Okay, cool. Um, I'll go so on uh, my tip and trick um, for the day is, yes. well, it's more of a, um, yes, it's a, a tip. It's, it's more of a tip. It's, and it's in regards to bringing um, dogs overseas. So if you decide ah. to um, get a specific breed that you can't necessarily breed into Australia. Or actually, bringing it from yeah, overseas. Yeah, bringing it right. from overseas. Like I've, I've brought it up for Australian dogs specifically. Sorry, Ireland and sorry, uh, American listeners. Um, it's just Yeah, because, shout out to our Irish listeners. I think yeah, we do yeah, have a few in again. Ireland. Yeah, um, yeah because um, there's a lot of laws that are based around it. Um, so like... You've got to jump through a bunch of hoops to sort of bring your dog uh, from other countries to like Australia. Like a dog, because dogs what? jump through hoops in agility. Okay, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's I a was far reaching do, one, I was Taylor. trying to do the play on words thing and I uh, didn't do well. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, but uh, there is this wonderful site. Um, it's an Australian government site and it's called www.agriculture.gov.au. Um, forward slash. Forward slash catch. Uh, what's the little middle dashy thing called again? Hyphen. Hyphen dogs. Um, and basically, 
it gives you uh, this little pop-down little calculator thing. And so you can check if you want to bring a dog or a cat in the country. And then it lists a bunch of countries from where you're bringing your dog. Mm. And then basically it'll give you, so for example, if I go, oh, Sweden, dog, and say my date of export is tomorrow, um, it'll say your animal is eligible for importation to Australia. And then that's it will good give news you, if you're bringing them in tomorrow. Yeah, it'll <laughs> give you like recommended vet visits. Um, wow, that's know, a cool and all, website. All of this sort of information and sort of what you need to do um, in order to legally get the dog over here. So I recommend that's if important you, if you're looking for specific breeds because I know there's. Um, I was talking about this earlier, um, mm. like a bees and hounds, which I talked yep. about. Oh, uh, geez, about weeks five, ago now. six weeks ago now. Um, actually, it wasn't even that long. I think it was three weeks ago. Yep. Um, yep. And, uh, like, you can't get them in Australia. There are no breeders in Australia, but there's definitely one in Sweden and there's one in New Zealand. Um, but Oh, random. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure there's more elsewhere in the world, except I was asking through specific avenues. Oh, yeah. And Plus, I you don't want yeah. to go for the furthest away one. You no, want to obviously definitely. go for something close. Um, it's actually almost impossible to get a puppy from overseas. That's something that I've been told. Um, a puppy any- as opposed to a dog? As opposed to a dog, yep. yes, um, because um, especially in the northern hemisphere, um, because the distance of travelling, apparently the dog has to be eight months or older mm-hmm. to actually travel such a distance. That makes which sense. Which is good. I'm glad that they have that rule in place. Um, because Wish they had that rule with s- babies. Oh, yeah. Most <laughs> they do definitely. not have that rule with babies. Um, so, yeah, I went overseas so- for the first time when I was 21 days old. Oh, no. <laughs> so little. So little. So little. Um, but yeah, so I, I went through, um, avenues myself, just having a look, just inquiring. Um, but in the Northern hemisphere, I discovered that, yeah, I couldn't get a puppy from somewhere like Sweden because it's too young to actually transport to all travel. the way here. Yeah. Um, so for Australia, New Zealand is a great place specifically for reasons, except like if there are other breeders in New Zealand, that's brilliant because it's a much shorter traveling distance and you can still yeah, get them at a young mu- age. Yeah. But that for won't your dog. be traumatizing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, but yeah, definitely look at the site um, because they will give Sounds you cool. all the information that you need. What are some of the countries that are listed? Um, so uh, there's a there's a huge list. It goes from A to to W um, because there aren't really many kind of start with Z. Um, and it's like you you're you know pretty much all of your main ones that you could memorize. Except then there's a bunch of strange as well, like um, Guam, Guernsey. I'm assuming that it's sort of calculated where there are dog breeders. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, Kiribati, wherever that is. The Kingdom of Tonga, Japan. Oh, shout us uh, out okay, to our Japan Tonga Japan is listeners. one that we all know. Jamaica, Italy, you know, Israel, um, Isle of Man. Just Wow, that's so yeah, many yeah. places. So, yeah, check out that site um, if you're looking for a specific breed and can't find it in Australia. Oh, okay. I've just searched Guam dogs and there's a lot of like <laughs> – that's a lot of like shelters and like struggle to deal okay. with 25,000 stray dogs. Yeah. Also just look into where you're getting these dogs from as well. Um, because I think in relation to Guam, some Guam. Let's have I think here. with Guam, there's a lot of excess animals. So if you're adopting from Guam, it's because you're trying to help that yeah. problem there. From what I can see. Um, yeah, wow, yeah, that's yeah. a lot of dogs. See, I, I, th- I think in most cases, um, it's okay to get your dog imported into Australia, except there will be specific countries that, well, I think it's actually on a time basis thing. So for example, if there's like a pandemic of some sort, that's like a disease is going through all Mm. these dogs, like Parvo, I guess, if it's hit the country, Mm. um, 
they would probably say, no, your dog is not eligible. You can't mm-hmm. import it from, from this country. So, yeah, check it out. Definitely. Yeah. There you go. Cool. And I think that's that fascinating. I never really cool. thought about that before. Hey, because we talked with yeah. Mel ages ago um, about well, yeah, how to take I, your dog I out. I didn't realize that there was like an age limit um, sort of on the dog travel. Um, but like in hindsight, I'm like so glad that there is. There, is. Do you reckon there'd be a certain age where they can't travel anymore, like 10 plus? I like reckon there would plus? be some sort of, yeah. Surely there would you wouldn't want to make a 15 year old dog jump on a plane or uh, anything. I would cut it off at like 10 years at least. Um, yeah. Like, especially. Because I think over the long trips they try and knock them out anyway because they kind of have to um, to like yeah. let them let them sleep so they yeah. they're not cooped up for so long um, and like with older dogs I think they wouldn't handle that very well um, yeah I don't know it, that would be interesting to look into I think for sure yeah yeah for mm, sure mm, mm, mm. fascinating cool cool cool, cool. righty, well if you want to. Find more of us. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can search Floof and Papa Podcast. So many more of us. To it's, just, it's just us two, really. Uh, thank you, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just. Um, so you can search Floof and Papa Podcast um, on all those social media sites when we shall pop up. You can see our trusty mascot, Sir Reginald, in mm-hmm. our logo. I don't know if we've ever yep. said his name on the podcast before. Sir Reginald. His name is Sir Reginald, in case yep. you were wondering. Um, thanks to <laughs> that's not is canon. gunning for his title. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> uh, n- no, he can try. Yeah. I mean, if we coloured him in sort of like tan coloured well, yeah, and less floppy ears maybe, <laughs> yeah, he'd almost ears, be a lupin. It would almost be lupin, yeah. A discussion for another time. <laughs> thanks to That's Not Canon Productions for having us stay once again. Um, and we will see you next time. Bok, bok, goodbye. Yeah, bok, bok, goodbye. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My songs suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's not kind of productions podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.